Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? I th- yeah, I think that's important for parents to remember too. Is that it's it is always changing, and uh, and if you give it time and you trust, then those things usually. If you if you if there's something you kind of wish would be a little better or different, uh, that usually does happen if you if you believe that and trust that it will. Welcome to Imperfect Parenting, Episode Ten. Two families, two great kids, one dad. We talked to Eric Kyle via our Skype, mostly good connection today. Uh, Eric is from Portland, Oregon. Uh, We will be speaking to him from there, though he's lived here in Czech Republic in Prague as an expat for quite some time. We talk about the difference between his two kids, introvert, extrovert, how they relate to him, what it's been like uh, to work with how kids manage when there's a breakdown in a marriage or divorce and they feel that they need to choose sides. And he gives us some tips and tricks how to work with trust and teenagers and the realities of uh, Asperger's ADD, sorry, ADHD. And, uh, Again, communication breakdown with X. So we we look at how things are. I've uh, been wanting for a while to get a dad on board, and it's been tricky. So I'm really thankful to Eric for joining us today, and we hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we did. So good morning, evening for me, Eric Kyle. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome good morning. to Imperfect Parenting. I'm still waking up. <laughs> I know you from Czech Republic, but we, but actually right now you're in Portland, Oregon, correct? Yeah. So we're both West Coasters. I'm from Northern Cal. It's raining. It's raining. It's raining. (laughs) It was raining here too, actually not long ago. So it's dark here and you're just starting your day. Uh, It's colder over there, I bet, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Once the rain stopped, it was super chilly. (laughs) I just went for a mini walk with my daughter before um, coming down here. Because she needed the splash and puddles before I could work. That's basically what she said to me. (laughs) So so I wanted to get the routine. Yeah, well, it's not necessarily. It's just more the. um, She needs the connect in moments with the whole family. Sometimes she wants us to go somewhere. She wants us to take a nap. It's just she's very much a connector, kind of connecting us together, connecting people together. So even if it's just for a few minutes, sometimes she needs that in order to kind of, I don't know, feel right in the world, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's a strong-willed soul, so I've found ways to work with her uh, rather than trying to stick to some rules or ideas or plans. <laughs> sometimes it's right, just, right, right, right. You know, I don't need her Problem. to melt down just to get my way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I wanted to have you on today because. Well, I've known you for a long time. I've known you in different versions of your reality, uh, you know, as musician and creator, um, dad of now, well, now Jake is quite a bit older than when I first met him with 
one yeah. wife, and now you He's have a different a, yeah. wife and a and a little girl. So you've yeah. experienced a couple different things. Now, <gasps> so already he's almost eighteen now. Already almost eighteen. Oh my gosh. No, yeah, no, yeah, uh, no more wrestling on the on the bed or. <laughs> you know. Is he too cool for that now? Playing cards or anything? Yeah. No. Now he just wants to talk about girls all the time now. So oh, anyway, wow. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll never forget having him as a kid. That was great. Anyway, so. Yeah, well, that's what we wanted. I would love to for you to share what you're, you're comfortable sharing regarding, like, your experiences of, well, you have two very different kids. Not only are they both boy and girl, they have different different moms, so they have probably different parenting styles around them. Um, yeah. Yeah. As well, you know, different demands, needs, and realities on the planet. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Jake is uh, Jake is an introvert, and Lily, my five-year-old daughter, is definitely an extrovert. Um, <laughs> the difference is though that you know when Jake was a kid, uh, his mom and I had already separated, so I was living on my own. But so I would have him every weekend for the whole weekend, all to myself. Okay. Which was good, and it was also difficult. But it was a very it made it a really strong bonding experience between he and I, because uh, there was no one else really that was interacting with us that much. It was just he and I. Rather than um, mom and dad and splitting exactly. the energy. Okay. Yeah, which he kind of missed out on. Um. He told me later that he kind of wishes he could, you know, could have been a whole family and everything. But he, um, yeah, I don't think he and I would have had such a strong. Well, it would have been a different kind of bonding, I guess. But um, yeah, I think it made it so he felt like he could. We became so close. He felt like he could always tell me anything, and he did. He told me all cool. everything. And the and there, but it's different with Lily. Um, because her mother's there and, and, uh, she tends to be more, uh, I don't know if I should say important you to Lily, she, but okay. she's more of, a the, the head of the, of the house in a way. And Lily and I have a different relationship. We are always playing or joking <laughs> Yeah. Um, She's but three now or four? I, I forgot. What was that? How old is she now? She's five. Yeah. Wow. She just turned five. Um, but whenever it comes to something serious, she doesn't want to talk to me about anything very serious. And <laughs> if I am trying to, to set limits on her, she doesn't, I don't know, she doesn't see me that way. She almost sees me almost like more like her brother or like a plane mate. So <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot different experience than it was for Jake. Okay. But, um, <clears throat> so it can be frustrating in a way because she doesn't take me seriously all the time. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, we have a very fun and friendly and, uh, yeah, fun relationship. But, uh, so yeah, that was a little different. We don't sorry, okay. we don't share we don't share so far we don't share as much as Jake and I did you know so it's we'll see that'll change too I think 
Well, other um, relationships with our kids definitely have different evolutions or phases of being more close, more open, more playful. Yeah. Things change over time, so you never know. There might be a moment, well, often especially with girls and their mothers, not every time, but there's a point at which, you know, towards puberty, they start to rebel against the person who's setting those rules. And then the other person gets more of the information, depending yeah. on the relationship. I mean, I know plenty of people who are super close to their moms, um, young women, and uh, they share a lot with them. But sometimes the dynamic can can shift. But it depends, you know. Um, yeah, also I, in the I think, yeah, I think that's important for parents to remember, too, is that it's, it is always changing. And, uh, and if you give it time and you trust then those things usually, if you, if you, if there's something you kind of wish would be a little better or different, uh, that usually does happen if you, if you believe that and trust that it will. Uh, like you said, it's, it's like a cycle, it, it changes. So uh, in two or three years from now, Lily may be, Lily and I's <laughs> relationship may change and that we are more, you know, talking about more serious things and stuff like that but uh or so. that just maybe your role with her is that reminder yeah. of the lighter more playful side and you know i mm -hmm. think inside of each relationship and i don't want to say only men and women um or even masculine feminine energy or whatever but i feel like every relationship has um often two different roles there's this sort of one who in imposes or <laughs> maybe imposes is a strong word who like lays down right? the rules. Yeah, there there tends yeah. to be, you know, the softer one and the little <laughs> bit more rigid one or the one who, you know, uh, keeps the lines or the boundaries more and one that one a bit less or, you know, uh, I, I've seen it in, in every kind of coupling, whether it's men, men, women, women, or, you know, men and women, it doesn't or whatever version of reality people have. I've seen that same kind of thing pop up. Yeah, where uh, yeah. there's one who, and sometimes that's really important for the kids. And I think if uh, you can keep the balance inside of your own relationship <laughs> with it, yeah. then the you yeah. know the kids are are happy. I, I understand it can be frustrating when you want them to do something and they go, ha ha, you know. <laughs> but mm. no, I don't yeah, have to I mean, listen yeah, to that's you. True. you like know, kids, they're... of course, kids they want they want things to stay the same, so they kind of they kind of like to label one parent as this and one Absolutely. parent as that yeah this is the here's the, this is a strict parent and this is the more flexible or open parents and um so I, I yeah i think consistency is important definitely well it definitely um, helps kids to feel comfortable you know um yeah inside of some consistency for sure yeah the thing i guess what it what bothers me i and like i said though like we were talking about things will most likely change later, so it's nothing's necessarily permanent. But what I don't like is the fact that if she gets upset, she hardly ever comes to me. She always goes to her mom. So that's one thing I would like to change. If that could change, that would be good. You'd like to be able to be there for her as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And it. But, uh, yeah, we, we've had different moments with that. I mean, you you are your work is from home a lot of the time, correct? Or I mean, these days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm asking the question because 
sometime in our case, Ella would run mostly to me because I was the one home the most. But yeah. I, I also um, have found from watching friends, like I have some other friends in California um, who now their daughter is, you know, out of school. But when she was small, you know, both of them were working part of the time from home. And when she was very small, I, I noticed that she was very clingy with her mommy. It was like mommy, everything was mommy. And Ella is definitely mm -hmm. going through more of a phase like that too. Like the only person who can be the cure-all is me. And in the beginning, it wasn't that some way so much. I, I mean, I don't mean just when she was a baby, but even, even a, a year ago. But something yeah. shifted and now she wants to dress like mommy. She wants to have the same drink that mommy has. She wants right. to, she's kind of doing this sort of aligning thing. And I know this is what comes before she breaks away and does her own thing probably. But yeah. Um, yeah. so I think she'll come back around. But when Mats came home, he suddenly, when he lost his job, something shifted a little bit. So I think sometimes when there's changes, in his case, it was that he lost his job and he was suddenly around more. In your case, I don't know what it would be, but you know, there's something Something about your dynamic is that she likes that she can come to you for the lighter things. And <sighs> I don't know, you, maybe you just have to find a doorway with her. And yeah, you probably, probably. Um, as kids you are different at different ages, I've also watched people who, like I had an ex-boyfriend whose mother once said to me, yeah, you know, until he was about seven years old, my husband just couldn't find the way to connect. Now, you you have found the way to connect with Lily. This isn't completely right. unable to connect. But I remember yeah. when she told me this, I was 25 or four, and I thought, what do you mean he couldn't connect with the kid? But I realized that, you know, as kids are able to interact in a different way, whoever we are connects with that person. It's just like friends. There's certain points yeah. in, a, in a friendship where you're more open Sometimes, you know, like us, you're lucky that we just sort of open up right away and it's just easy. And other times it takes some time to yeah. find where you're, you, you click into that place where you feel right. relaxed or whatever. So yeah. she has well, something connected. important with you in another area and that part she hasn't figured out with you or whatever. Yeah, I think for as far as uh, people connecting with their kids, it's like... I mean, if you want to connect with your kid, you can. It's most mostly it's just a trial and error. I think. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and the willingness. Away. It's like with my son, um, for uh, just until about six months ago, for, for a couple of years, um, from like when he was fifteen to sixteen or something like that, I wasn't connecting with him really at all. In fact. I there was a long song. period, right, where you were... Yeah, yeah. I mean, off and on, we, he would come over, and, but there was something missing. I, I don't know what it was. Um, but was I, was I it better before, and then it stopped being as easy, and then it just started again, or was it just recently something shifted? What, what, were, you, were you connecting more before, or it's just something more recent? Just to clarify what you're saying. Yeah, no, I would say recent, kind of like maybe six months ago, we started kind of something changed. Connecting, wow. we found found things in common that you know. Talking about women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or careers, or okay. or girls, or whatever. Right. And wow. so, or music now. Right. Music, really. Now I've gotten him interested in music. Um, 
And so he and I are sharing ideas about that. So you can always find something, I think, in common. You just have to dig. <laughs> you have to keep trying and try and find something that that you can both share with each other. You know, um, that, that teenagers are hard. They're tough. Definitely. Tough. <laughs> yeah. I've been one yeah. and I've definitely I've taken care of them. And I've, you know, yeah, we've all been around teenagers and seeing yeah, very reality. Let, to show them that you trust them, that you 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 see them as an independent yes. person, and that you you don't see them as a child anymore. And once you do that, then they start opening up a little more. Right? Absolutely. They need that mutual without, respect. Without trying to control them or uh, lecture them, once you get to that point, then they usually start opening up. But yeah, as far as like, I was just I was just thinking about Lily and this whole. Uh, her being kind of more connected to her mom. And there was something I, I remember um, that happens a lot. And it's because, like, she will, there will be times where I'm her favorite, right? <laughs> and she doesn't want to have anything to do with her mom, right? She's like, leave us alone, we're playing. Or I want to go for a walk with dad. We're dead. Yeah. Right? And then there will be other times when she says, I. I don't like you, Dad. I want to be with Mama. Of course, this is typical, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I always, but with oh, her, with her, it's, it's a little extreme in a way because, like, she'll choose one and ignore the other one, mm. which is a little extreme. But I know why. I know why, and it's because uh, <clears throat> Radana and I, for the last few years, have not been very close, and communication has been kind of bad yeah. <laughs> actually very bad and so when she sees that we're not quite together yeah unified right? sure then she wants to pick one right if we're if we're separate then she feels like she needs to choose one or the other one mm -hmm. one or the other right and if we had were closer then she probably wouldn't do that as much she would well, she'd be with just with both of us. So, and, well, that's very you know, insightful because that. that's. I think this is the same thing that comes up in divorce or separation. Yeah. Uh, I I saw it a lot with my with my bonus son um, stepson. That was a huge thing. It was like either I have to hate you or like you, you know. Right. And and you know I can like you and sometimes even love you, but as soon as I leave this house, I have to hate you because right. it was almost. A requirement to survive or for the other side doesn't want to hear <laughs> you plus, know? You but know, when you're in the plus, same household it's tricky but yeah plus kids they want to I think they want for them a lot of times everything's black and white it's yes, like they want one to be this way or, or the other way That's they don't it. realize they I'm, can love everybody <laughs> yeah or they, yeah exactly uh, so well they want everything to be stable yes. and consistent yeah so they're trying to create a world that's that is stable for them, right? And that's the way they—that's one way they can do it, or they think they can do it. So, yeah, that, yeah, that makes me makes it a little difficult when, if a couple, if the if the parents are not close, that's kind of a problem. But uh, did you experience any of this with Jake when you split up with your first wife? Did you have any of this where you noticed yeah. that he had to sort of, he, he was choosing sides or there was anything that came up? Um, well, until he was about eight or nine, maybe, I was 
the king. You know, I was really, he wanted, he never wanted to go, right? He didn't want to go back to his mom. So, um, that was hard for him. Um, choosing sides, and I, I think for him it was, yeah, well, I think he felt guilty, right? Mm -hmm. About not wanting to be with his mom and wanting to be with me. And he felt probably guilty about when he had to go back home and not be with me, right? Wow. I think. When Ted's yeah. a double-edged sword, he's... Yeah, it was yeah. hard for him, definitely. Um, but then when he got older, he kind of... And he and I had talked about, uh, you know, the, the divorce more and stuff like that. Because for a long time, he didn't want to talk about it. It was kind of off-limits subject. He just wanted to avoid that, and he just wanted to play and stuff. But then... <clears throat> When he kind of understood it more, then I think some of that guilt went away. And uh, mm. um, but it's funny because still sometimes, not now necessarily, but even when he was 15, 16, he would maybe choose sides, I guess, in a way. He would say things that he didn't like about his mom and... Um, I don't know. Do you think I mean, he was testing? He's found some balance. He's yeah. Found balance, but yeah. Do you think he was testing the waters to see if he would talk crap about his mom, or what do you think that was about when he would talk to you about those things? I think that was about that he wanted me to know that he was on my side and that he understood hmm. that it must have been very difficult, right? So. Um, I would I would have to think about that a little bit more, but yeah, that's it's a lot involved in in that. Um, well, I think every separation, I mean, every splitting of a family, there's a lot of it's very complicated and multi layered. Um, yeah, especially when Definitely. kids are actually when kids are small, they adjust more, but at the same time, they didn't really get a chance to understand everything. When they're older, they get more angry often at least from my experience of my friends and my own situation. Well, one, so. one obvious way that he would separate us, not necessarily, this is not about taking sides, but definitely right. he still, even when he was in his teens, and he still does, actually. One good example is that he will never speak Czech in front of me, ever. Really? He still wow. separates it, right? Yeah. He keeps his mom on this side. And keeps me on this side. Never. And ever, it's a language thing. <laughs> okay. Not check yeah, and English. Never one Funny. word in check ever. Wow. Right. And uh, so that's a good, good example of how yeah he keeps it separate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he wants to. Like he still wants to kind of keep it separate. Um, I'm hoping eventually he'll get through that. I mean, he's almost eighteen, so. Maybe well, when he's 21 or something. I, I don't know. It depends on the, the family and, yeah. you know, yeah. because I've watched people. I thought that there was a certain point at which people grow out of things, but not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I've watched the people around me and uh, I've seen people well into their 40s and beyond um, still <laughs> challenged by that and feeling like they have to take sides. So I, I wanted to just come back to, you know, I, I want to make see if I got this right. I, I seem to remember back in the earlier days that there were some challenges 
at one point Jake, your first son. And <laughs> yeah. am I remembering right that at one point that you guys realized he was a Spectrum kid, or is that not correct? Well, I was wrong about that. Okay. I missed it all these years. Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. All these years, there was a misunderstanding. Um, my what does that ex-wife. Mean, all these years. So, so oh, this is I when thought, he was young. I, I thought, thought when he was young, you guys decided well, anyway, or had him tested or something. I thought that she said that he had Asperger's, right? And I was wrong. He, he he was diagnosed with ADHD. Okay. I guess that's what it is, right? Yeah, ADHD. So. So how many years have gone by where that was unclear? God, a lot. I mean, oh my God. Ten years. So this whole time. Wow. Well, that shows you that she and I we don't communicate that much. So. I mean, um, I think that happens a lot with. Yeah. So I was I was thinking this whole time that that he had that and it's not true but uh whatever this adhd or whatever he we're going was, out for a, a a little breath of fresh air yeah, this I mean, on yeah. location. <laughs> yeah. did that affect how you were with jake or do you think looking back would it have changed anything for you i mean it sounds like your relationship was still quite dynamic how how would it have been I different oh uh, yeah i think it would have affected i think that maybe i wouldn't have been <laughs> well, for one thing, I wouldn't have been watching to see if to confirm that. Oh yeah, I can see that. I can see that he has Asperger's, right? um, and I probably maybe I would have treated him a little differently. I don't know. What do you think but, is different? We were more careful, or what? Do you yeah, think? maybe I was being a little too careful with him mm-hmm. because of that. You know, his biggest thing is, is uh, social interaction. You know, he's not. He doesn't have the social cues or, you know, the etiquette. He doesn't understand it that well. And, uh, and, and that's, he's not, so that, what does that have to do with ADD? Isn't that more? I know, ADHD thing. Yeah, ADHD. Then, yeah. Um, well, I guess it can keep, you can be distracted. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Definitely oh. distracted. He's definitely into his own thing and he doesn't necessarily ask people about themselves that much mm-hmm. and to me that sounds kind of like Asperger's right it's possible I mean it's also I mean if you have a chance to listen to my first interview that we were talking about before in Sweden uh, Lisa talks about that with her youngest daughter who also had ADHD mm-hmm. that before they found a solution that worked for them she didn't have a social life at all. Uh-huh. And as a, you know, a preteen, and then now she's uh, in her early <laughs> teens, uh, it was devastating, you know? Yeah. Especially girls are super, you know. I mean, it's for everyone needs to, some social community, uh, but for girls, it can be even harder often because they they thrive on that sort of social connection. Whereas yeah. sometimes some some men or some masculine they deal with it differently. But anyway, uh, I know that if is he doing anything or his mom are they doing anything as far as working with the ADHD as far as diet as far as oh. he has if they're into drugs he, or natural things. You know, the thing is, is that you know he's a he has a social life, so he's been able to uh, like he's. 
he has a girlfriend and he has friends. Okay. Um, so it's just that I know him so yeah. well and that I notice these things. Sure. And he, the thing is, is that he's aware of it. He's aware of his social limitations. So he himself finds, tries to find ways okay. to compensate for this. And, and that because he and I have talked about this stuff. Okay. Like what we're That's talking great. about right now, yeah. he and I have had hours and hours and hours <laughs> of conversation. <laughs> but fantastic, we can talk to you. Yeah, it's it's good as long as as long as he's not overanalyzing himself, which happens sometimes. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, so. we were just talking about the introvert thing. It it's. Uh... You know, extrovert, introvert. There's so many different types of people on the planet. And sometimes when we're not able to socialize and connect with people in the way that the mainstream is, or what's considered to be the mainstream, let's say it like that, yeah. then yeah, yeah. there is a lot of overanalyzing of how I should be, my least favorite exactly. S word. Um, right. I know because well, I... I myself also did that. Everybody sees me as an extrovert because I learned to be an extrovert when I started getting into sales because I watched my mother suffer so badly from being a more internal person. Now she's super social compared to when I was younger and um, I didn't want that. So I learned, but naturally it is a bit painful sometimes to socialize. It requires a lot of energy and exactly. Yeah. Same for me. Um, And that's funny that you say that because that's exactly what he told me. He said, I've learned to be, a total extrovert. If I want to be, I can. I can really. I can really open up and be charming or whatever, you know, and and socialize and talk to anybody. But his biggest, I would say, problem, whatever obstacle right now to overcome, and I have to keep reminding him is that he forgets to ask people about how they feel, you know, like. <laughs> Or what they're interested in. And it's more about him, him, him all the time. So it's, I think if he can get a, if he maybe, can. Maybe I have a little bit of a spectrum issue. I can be like that too. Uh, me too. I mean, God, I probably have all kinds of things. I don't know. But yeah. But yeah, he, uh, yeah. It's, it's been interesting. I'm worried about him all the time, but of course. But because yeah. he's got a lot of things to get over. But um, he's trying. And I think that's, that's really cool. That's Does he good. seem happy? Uh, he's or happy some of the time. Content or okay, whatever that yeah, means. Things are going well. He's okay. Otherwise, if, if one thing goes wrong, he pretty much freaks out. And, kind of know, spirals. Does everything's terrible? Yeah. Oh, gets kind of. Is he really hard on himself? If something oh, yeah. he does one thing yeah. wrong, then it's just like, oh, that was so stupid. La yeah. la la. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Thanks for giving us some time, and we'll figure out the next time you have a little bit of time to connect. All right. It was really interesting. Definitely. <laughs> a cool idea. It's nice seeing you, Ariel. Thank yeah. you for, for connecting in the beginning of your day. All right. <laughs> oh, I like the Star Wars helmet, by the way. It's cool. Oh, yeah. Storm you troop. like this? We've got the, yeah. the, the dream catcher, the dream catcher yeah. and the, uh, and the, um, yeah. the stormtrooper storm helmet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. See ya. Bye. Say bye. Hi everybody. Take okay, care. Bye. Well. Bye. I was really happy to speak with Eric regarding 
his experiences as a father and dealing with multiple families, moms, marriages, and what that has been like. You know, we've got a lot of listeners who are in the middle of a divorce, have divorced, have lost custody, have, you know, challenges in their relationships. Um, I have had a challenging time getting men on the show, mainly because they were concerned about the repercussions from their current and ex-wives. And I understand that because we're in the middle of it ourselves. You, when you're the next wife or the next family, or you are are in a different situation than your first one as the man, uh, you're walking on eggshells. Pretty much until the kids aren't minors, you're not responsible for them anymore. And it's, it's tricky. So I really want to thank my first male guest here on IP, um, because it's, um, it's a brave thing. So we did end up having a shorter session uh, conversation than we had expected or I had expected. I, there were still some more questions in the air. However, it felt like the moment to stop. So we may have part two of Eric another day. And right now I just want to say thank you. And I'm happy that we got a chance to touch on some important issues, especially around communication. And I, I hope that we can move forward and find some more guests who can shed more light and validate and remind us that we're not alone in the process of the bonus family realities and how to manage them or just to have an exhale to realize that, you know, it's happening all over, unfortunately and fortunately. And I hope to hear some great stories because I know there are a few of you out there and uh, we're going to work on that. So please, if any of you have had some experience that you'd like to share, I would very much love to um, have you write us an email, you know, a page or less, please. And uh, uh, you're as well uh, welcome to do a voice memo on your phone and send it our direction. It's just a, a shorty, you know, a couple minutes or less. So let us know what your story is or your moment or your aha tips and tricks for communication with ex-wives and husbands. We would love to hear from you. Have a great imperfect parent day. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our imperfect podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.